Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am here with Chris because it's Saturday. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I heard you? you just screaming at the goats. Oh, is that... <laughs> Chris is convinced that the goats sound like they're screaming dad. They do. <laughs> I think they sound like they're screaming a lot of things, but yes. Also true. Also Sometimes true. they just sound like they're screaming dad, which is really funny because when he goes outside, it's just like, dad. <laughs> it's, it's, it is entertaining. Cannot lie about that. Anyway, we are going to give away something a little bit different today because... Um, I was it's, just, it's Saturday. Well, yes, it is Saturday. But also, I was going through my notes. So I, I, have, I have a habit of when people ask me a question on Instagram, I like make a note of it because that helps me if, if 100 people ask me a question or even 20 people ask me a question. Go over this. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and one of the questions I've been getting a lot lately is, what do I use on my skin? Oh, you're going to give some fat go away? Good, good call. Look at that. I'm shocked that I'm Chris shocked knows that the you're giving away brand. Fatco. Chris knows the brand of skincare that I use. That is that is impressive. How do you know that? Hey, the skin doesn't get this way, you know, by you not using your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I've been getting a lot of questions about that. I think in large part because I posted that um, when I have eyelashes, I don't wear makeup because it's just easier. And I think when you have eyelash extensions you don't need to wear makeup but if you don't have eyelash extensions then I look like I'm tired and I look like I'm asleep anyway that's where it came from so I've been using Fatco for probably four years at least and it is the only brand of skincare that I use um so I use Fatco for uh, their oil cleanser I was super skeptical about cleansing with oil. I didn't really get it because I grew up with like foamy scrubby is the only way you know it's clean. Acids. Yeah, <laughs> right. Seriously, it like burns a little Here, bit. It's here's your salicylic clean. acid. Don't mind yeah. the redness. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I was a little skeptical about an oil cleanser. Now I don't think I could use anything but an oil cleanser. So Fatco wise, just before we talk about what we're giving away, I use the oil cleanser. I use the mir- miraculous... Um, moisturizer. I also use their deodorant and I use their um, like chapstick. Basically, it's like a lip balm, but it's not a lip gloss. It's more like a chapstick. And I love it because it's all natural. There's no like creepy ingredients. I got really passionate, probably more so in the last year when fertility has been a factor or a year and a half in terms of what I put on my skin, because the fact is our skin is our largest organ and a lot of people are just putting a lot of chemicals right onto their skin and then they become a fabric of your body. And I don't like that at all. So Fatco is what I use. I used to have a lot of hormonal breakouts. I really don't ever have that. Um, And I think it's because... Fatco is basically the best thing ever. So if you're listening, Fatco sponsorship. Actually, you know what? I reached out and asked them if I could 
um, get a coupon code. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, and they said, yes. So if you're checking out FATCO, I'm glad you said that because I might, I didn't make myself a note. Oh. <laughs> if you go to FATCO, F-A-T-C-O.com and you use the coupon code PRIMAL, all caps, you get 10% off your entire order. Nice. Um, which, yeah. So I just, so we're all on the same page. I use the oil cleanser. It's amazing. I use the miraculous moisturizer. I use the deodorant because I don't like the toxic deodorant stuff. Um, and the, the chapstick. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I have used from there, but those are the things that I use every single day. Today, we will give away the moisturizer, the miraculous moisturizer, which I am obsessed with, can't live without. Um, but if you go to fatco.com, use the coupon code PRIMAL, you will save 10% and we will announce who is getting the moisturizer. And it's PRIMAL all caps. Don't forget all caps. Yeah, if you want to save 10%. But yeah, I mean, and what I love about them too is they're like a small US-based company, like shop local, you know? All right. And it's clean. Clean ingredients, clean products, products that work, good for your skin, good for your body, all that good stuff. Okay. We've got some questions. We do have some questions. You want to start with those? I will. All How right. do you manage your daily calendar for success? Wait, I wasn't listening when you started. Oh. Well, then. Start over. Let's try this one more time. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. How do you manage your daily calendar for success? Do you include hour-by-hour planning? How do you fold your new habits into this cake set and... <laughs> <laughs> When you're practicing new habits Wait, and just... habit stacking. That's, that's how it's written. How do you fold your new habits into this cake set when you're practicing new habits <laughs> and ever, habit stacking? Have you ever heard that before? Never in my life. I don't bake, though. How do you fold this into this cake set? That's kind of cute. I didn't, like, make that up. I think it's fantastic. Whoever sent this one in, awesome. <laughs> my friends are going to be totally weirded out when I start throwing that one at them. How do you fold that into your cake set? <laughs> <laughs> it's getting done really funny thank you for the education yeah i've never i want to know if anybody's ever heard that how do you fold that into your cake set boom <laughs> love it anyway before we get totally off topic okay it starts with how do i manage my calendar for success do i do hour by hour planning i do i live and die by my calendar if it's not on my calendar it doesn't get done it's partly um when I didn't do calendar planning, I would be like, oh, what should I do next? I'd have a list and I'd like cherry pick. This will be fast. This will be easy. This is the thing I want to do. And then at the end of the day, I wouldn't, I'd, I'm brain fried by like what, three? Yeah. I mean, I. I three o'clock. Yeah. Like I really, I, I'll still work past that, but it's not a good time for me to be creative. So what would happen is I'd have this list, which I think a lot of people do, like they have their task list for the day. And I would always be kind of like frustrated slash overwhelmed by what to do, when to do it, and then get to the end of the day, still have hours worth of work to do, but like not want to do any of the things that are remaining on my list. So that was totally ineffective for me. I start with the most important thing first. So in my mornings, that's writing time. That's when I'm writing my book because I know my brain is freshest then. And I know that the because I'm doing it early, the interruptions, the challenges, the text messages of like, oh, we have a problem, that sort of stuff hasn't started yet. But everything goes on my calendar, including workouts, including call my sister, including... Um, make dinner, including... Those of you who listened to last Saturday's episode. 
<laughs> Everything goes on my calendar because I don't like to have any degree of sitting there and being like, huh, what should I do next? Because I think that's just inefficient. Right. And I know a lot of people who do their days that way. Yes. But wouldn't you agree, though? It's just not. It's it's, still how I do my day. It's not efficient at all. So for for anybody that wants, you know, this question is asking about like for success, put it on the damn calendar. Put the hardest things and the most critical things first, right? Um, You know, knowing that there's a difference between urgent and important. Mm -hmm. But like for me, my biggest priority is writing my book. So that's first thing on my calendar. I don't do things like on my calendar every day is respond to emails check in with social media groups, but that doesn't happen at eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning. That's more likely to be like a two o'clock, three o'clock thing. But my, the stuff that requires the most brain power goes on my calendar. I have on my calendar a block every week to pay bills, right? Because otherwise it just kind of hangs there like, oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do this. I don't worry about forgetting it. As soon as something comes up, it goes on my calendar. So that's how I do it. And the second part of the question is, How do you fold new habits into this cake set when you're practicing new habits and habit stacking? Very, very simply, I just put it in the calendar, right? Um, Whether that is like meditating, that is on the calendar. If you want to quote habit stack, which just refers to, um, you know, when I journal, then I meditate or when I pray, then I go right into reading. I already have a habit of prayer, so I'm just going to stack this with that. I don't do a lot of that personally, but if I were doing that, it would just go into my calendar. It wouldn't be treated any differently. Um, The reason I don't do that is because I'm strategic with what goes in my calendar when, based on energetically, what's the best time for it. I know that meditation is better for me, like mid-morning when I need to reset versus first thing in the morning when I'm already fresh and and kind of ready to go. Uh, And that's just something you learn through trial and error, but everything goes in my calendar. That's just the way it is. Otherwise, it wouldn't get done. You know, if planning goes in my calendar, um, writing, scheduling social media, working out, dinner, dinner with a family member, date with Chris, everything's Watching going. a football game. It's yeah, everything all there. is on the calendar for sure. Like the other day, Chris was like, hey, can we go to the store because we had to pick out some stuff for the renovations. Can we go this morning instead of this afternoon? And like, it just was looking in my calendar. Can I move things around? Um, And if the answer is no, the answer is no. And if the answer is yes, we make it work. But everything is in the calendar. Everything. Because I mean, I just want to go back to that point that if you feel like you're, you're wondering, oh, what should I do? Where should I start? What should I go to next? Stop and simplify that for yourself. Eliminate that questioning. It's a terrible waste of energy in your day, and it's just completely unnecessary. Get organized, and it works way better. Go ahead. Next question. Question question number two. I've only listened to one excuses podcast, but I have failed so many times. I just don't know how I can change. I just bought Chasing Cupcakes, and I'm hoping that will help shed more light. Now, let me tell you right now, you're going to get another opportunity to succeed. Oh, yeah. Because every single time you've got a chance to make an excuse, that's an opportunity for you to, to not, not make, make an it. excuse. Yeah. Absolutely. So don't worry about the stuff that's happened in the past. Change your next one. Yeah, absolutely. I, this this person, it's an interesting question because they're saying they've only listened it to is. one podcast episode and it's the one on excuses. But the reality is you can you can convince yourself that you can't change. You can totally take the stance of like, well, since I've failed so many times before, I don't believe blah, blah, blah. And you will you will fall in line with that. 
but you can also be like, it actually doesn't matter at all. It actually doesn't matter at all. If you have run through every yellow light that you've ever come up to, you can stop at a yellow light today. There's nothing about the past pattern of behavior that changes your ability to do something different. You could, uh, you know, come in the door and the first thing you do is flip on the TV. You know, like you set your stuff down, you're going into the kitchen, you just automatically, you turn on the TV. You could have done that the last 1,000 days in a row. That doesn't in any way impair you from being able to walk in today and not turn on the TV. The challenge is that so many people are just convincing themselves that they cannot change. But I would say if you've only listened to one episode of the Primal Potential podcast and you're feeling like, I don't know if I can change, then you just need to listen to more. Yeah. You know, because we talk about this constantly. But at the end of the day, it comes down to this. How are you going to convince yourself? Because I can convince myself that I do not have time to write a book, that I do not have the focus, that it's not the right time, that I'm not in the right headspace. But I can convince myself that it is the right time and that I do have the bandwidth and that I can make like you can convince yourself either way. But let's get real. You could have had chocolate every single day of your entire life. All day, every day. But the, re- the reality is, drama aside, it in no way impairs your ability to not have chocolate today. The problem is not the past pattern of behavior. The problem is your attachment to it. Right. That's, that's what that comes down to. Journaling will help too. But right? I think chasing cupcakes, reading that is a good place to start as well. And journaling. Next. Next question. <laughs> How... Can I understand my purpose in life? Wow. I actually think understanding your purpose in life is super, super overrated. And the what reason a question, I, though. I, I think that we'd love, we'd love everything to just be like wrapped up with a tidy right. bow. Here you go. Yeah. Like we talk about this a lot because like, you have said many times to me like you don't really know what you want to do career wise. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm a floating balloon on the wind. <laughs> and because and and to your what you have described to me is like. There's not anything you're super like passionate about. I just really want to do this. Blah. Yeah. And and I think everybody wants it to be that simple. And I've said to you a million times, like, I didn't ever feel like primal potential was my dream, that it was like this, there's going to be things that you like about what you do and things you don't like about what you do wherever. We want it to be like the movies where it's just like perfectly clear and obvious and life is just not that way. I don't personally think you need to understand your purpose in life. I think it's more important that you know what your values are and that you're living according to those, right? So if a value for you is family, do I think you need to understand your purpose in life? No, I think you need to make sure that you're spending quality time with your family and that you're, you're not just saying family is a value, that your actions and your time and your money align with that value. Never, ever, ever once in my life have I felt like I had a purpose until after Dagny died when I felt like my purpose was to be a mother. Yeah. But professionally, do I feel like I have a purpose? No. In five years from now, I could be like, you know, I want to start a... I don't know, a nonprofit in Egypt. I know I don't I don't know. Yeah, the guy who owned who came up with Kentucky Fried Chicken was like seventy six. And I wouldn't even I say mean, that he would say that was his purpose. Right. Like his purpose was not to develop fried chicken Super to go. tasty fried chicken. I've actually never had KFC. Uh, but anyway. The original recipe. Anyway. I think that life is really more about 
what is it that I want more of? And am I doing that? What is it that doesn't feel good? And how can I do a little less of that? Like, what are the people and the things that are important to me? And am I living that way? Undoubtedly, there are people that just like have a very, very, very clear purpose. But I also think that your purpose will change throughout your life and that the majority of people don't have a very clear purpose and that's totally okay. So I would say, what do you want more of? What do you want less of? Where do you feel unsettled in your life and what can you do about that versus like trying to get clarity on this magical unicorn that, you know, for me, like even right now, feeling like my purpose is to be a mother. That doesn't mean that I'm going to quit my job and, you know, put everything into being a mother. I'm, I'm not. I'm still going to work. I'm still going to do other things. I'm still going to, you know, be a daughter and a friend and a wife and all of those other things. So I just think that the the way we think about purpose is is very similar to the way we think about a lot of things. We want it to be super black and white and very obvious, and right. it's just not. We want it to punch us in the face, and unfortunately, it doesn't do that. Yeah, so I just kind of don't really think it matters very much. Yeah. Yeah. Great question, though. It is. Yeah, they're all great questions. Yeah. Next question. What is your opinion on screen time? As I sit with my computer in front of me and my cell phone to my left and another screen to my left, um, I think we get way too much of it. But I also think that with technology, most things are done via, via screens. Screen yeah. You know, most communication is done via screen. And there are a lot of benefits to that. Like the fact that we can FaceTime with your mom in Germany is is great and I would definitely prefer that to like holding an old rotary phone and not being able to to see her face um but my opinion on screen time is make sure it's really worth it and valuable so I was recording a podcast about money and I was talking about something I heard from Mark Cuban Mark Cuban, for those of you that don't know, is a billionaire tech investor, uh, tech mogul. He also owns the Dallas Mavericks. Um, He's on Shark Tank. But one of the things he said he realized when he was a lot younger is that there is an obscene amount of information that is available to everybody on business, on finance, on relationships, on personal growth, on all of these things. And the vast majority of people don't do a damn thing with it right? They would rather be on Facebook. They would rather be on Instagram. They would rather watch movies they've already seen before. And he just decided, you wow, know what? Shots fired. He, I, I, <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's, it's not about anybody in particular. Um, but the what he said is, I want to use my time to get that unfair advantage. All the information is out there. There's almost nothing that is like so exclusive that somebody can't learn it, especially right. in this day and age. And he was saying, that's how you get ahead. If you want to be different, if you want to be better, then you got to just learn. The information is out there. The information is free. And not only that, I think it sets us free. You learn just a little bit a little bit more about how to use your time better. You learn just a little bit more about how to use your money better. You learn just a little bit more about how to make your marriage better. That's going to change your life infinitely more and add more value and more meaning and more joy to your life than the time spent on Facebook. So I would like to see people with less time on screen time and more time in in learning about things that are going to make their lives better or taking action on things that are going to make their lives better. Um you know, I think that there's a lot of great benefits, as I mentioned, in terms of connection, but also in terms of education. I think there's a lot of great learning that can happen for kids online. There are YouTube channels that are freaking amazing. I don't think 20 years ago they were out there where there's these, I mean, you can get an incredible education on just about any topic 
broken down to whatever learning level your child is at, that's amazing that it's free, that it's online. And that removes a lot of, a lot of barriers. But then I think we have to look at, well, what are we using the screen time for? Because if you're finding that you're using hours of screen time a day, even hours of screen time a week that could be spent building a relationship, that could be spent building a business, that could be spent learning about something that would transform your life, that's a way better use of time. So. Excellent. Next, please. Next question. How do I find the commitment to start? I don't just, think you'd, just, no, 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 no. I, I don't think you need commitment to start. No. You just need to start. Why worry about, you know, it's kind of like acting like you have to be committed to a person before you go on a first date. Just go on a first date. Every choice is a chance. Every, like, you don't have to commit to anything to start. And so if you're looking to feel ready to do it for the rest of your life to get started, you're never going to get started. If you start and you start again and you start again and you start again and you have that mentality every day, every hour, every choice, that is all you need. Commitment is maintaining something. Commitment is more of a notion in your mind, right? What we worry about is the action. Don't worry about feeling ready to endure. You don't have to. You just have to do the thing right now. You just have to win the moment you're in. So I don't think you need to find the commitment to start. I think you need to start. Don't Don't worry worry about the commitment. Don't worry about 7 a.m. five days from now. Worry about 7 a.m. today. That's right. Absolutely. There, that's your answer. Next question. How do you know what diet or lifestyle change is best for you and your body type? Let me free you up and frustrate the crap out of you at the same time. (laughs) There's probably dozens that would be totally fine for you and your body type. Like, let's be real. It drives me crazy when people get all up in arms about like, uh, should you be a vegan or should you eat meat? Should you do keto or should you, you know, include carbohydrates daily? Should you intermittently fast or is that a really terrible idea? The reality is there are a million ways to improve your health. There are a million ways to improve your body composition. There are a million ways to lose weight, just like there are a million ways to start a business, a million ways to get out of debt, a million ways to save more money, a million ways to do everything, right? There's no like best way to improve your marriage. And the truth is there's probably... 20 or more approaches you could take to improve your diet and lifestyle. What we have to think about is more what suits your preferences more than anything else. Because if you are somebody who just really, really loves carbs, don't do keto, even though keto could probably work just fine for you. Right. But what, what, do you, what do you enjoy? If you're not somebody that wants to count calories for the rest of your life, please don't count calories for a week. Just don't. Don't get into things that that you don't enjoy. If you are somebody who really, really loves dairy and you really, really love a good steak, please don't take a vegan path, right? (laughs) The, The preference piece, you can make almost any of them work for you right? You can make intermittent fasting work and be healthy. You can make a ketogenic diet work and be healthy. You can make a carb cycling diet work and be healthy. You can improve your health with Zumba. You can improve your health with CrossFit. You can improve your health with swimming. 
What do you really like and enjoy? I think the best way to know what is right for you comes down to what will you enjoy? Because if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to stick to it. You're going to be wildly inconsistent. So what works best for you? This is something we talk about a ton in the 12 Weeks to Transformation, like constantly, constantly, constantly. And your practice is going to let you know. If you find that like you do great on keto for two days and then you find yourself in a bread coma and you don't know what happened, like (laughs) learn from that. You know, learn from that. If you feel like every single time you do intermittent fasting, you have these terrible headaches and you can't focus and you have no energy, great. Learn from that. But the one that really is best for you is the one that fits your lifestyle and the one you're going to be consistent with. Like, I wish there was a prettier answer than that because, like I said, everybody wants it to be black and white with a pretty bow on it and just nothing in life is like that. Final question. Final question. Let me give the final answer. What is the best first step in forming a healthy lifestyle? Take it. (laughs) Well, and honestly, I could just use the exact same answer if we edited anything. I could just like copy and paste, but but I don't edit it. Just do it. Honestly, the best first step is whatever one you take. There is no, the first thing you want to do is eat less. The first thing you want to do is eat better. The first thing you want to do is get an accountability partner. It really doesn't matter. This goes down to, I think sometimes we intellectualize things a little bit too much and we're conditioned to want to do things right. It's a schooling thing. We want to get the answer right. We don't want to do it wrong. We want to do it the best way, the most optimal way. But the fact is, just like there are 20 different paths, probably 50 different paths that I could take to get from here to Florida, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's, it just matters that I get started and that I get going, you know, are there going to be some that are straighter, less traffic, fewer tolls, blah, blah, blah. And the same thing is true when it comes to forming a healthy lifestyle. But the answer here is going to be different from anybody. You know, like if, if somebody is asking me this question and they're an alcoholic, My answer is going to be different than if somebody asks this question and they've never exercised in their life or they eat fast food every day. Like for me, my first step was a smaller order at Chick-fil-A. Now, could there have been a million other first steps I could have taken? Absolutely. Was a smaller order at Chick-fil-A necessarily the best one? No, but it doesn't matter that it's the best one. It just matters that you get going. It doesn't matter that you do it the best way possible. So don't over-intellectualize it. Don't delay yourself one more day, one more hour, one more decision because you're trying to figure out the best way. It's like in business. You know, what was the best way to start a business? I don't have any damn clue. And do you know how much it matters now? None. Not at all. Because the business has started. And if you ask a thousand business owners if they would do something differently at the start, they'd probably all tell you yes, but it doesn't matter because they all still are in business. The journey of of 10,000 steps starts with one. And then... We don't need to do it right. We don't need to do it best. We don't need to do it perfect. We just need to get going. Take the step. That's right. That's Dude, it. Look, what's not the best step? Let's start there. That's not totally ta- fine too. Yeah. No, like He's not if, taking a step is the worst step. But but even if we were to say like, okay, what would be the best step? What wouldn't be the best step? You can start there too. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of people probably would have said to me, "Well, just getting a smaller order at Chick Fil A is probably not ideal. Why don't you stay home and have some eggs?" Fine. That's. But I still did it. With Chick-fil-A. I right. still started with a smaller order at Chick-fil-A, and that was fine. 
and so look where you are now. It, it doesn't really, don't concern yourself with the best approach, with the best first step, just get going. And keep choosing and keep improving and don't tie yourself up intellectualizing the way it ought to go. Nothing in life is going to go the perfect way. Right. And the beautiful thing about that is it doesn't have to. Yeah, it really doesn't. It doesn't have to. Think about how many missteps we had in the renovation of our first floor. <laughs> oh, God. But it's still done. It's still done. And if we could go back, we would do it differently and it would still get done. You know, and, and we could have spent more and we could have spent less and it could have gone faster and it could have gone slower. But what matters is that we did it and we learned. Right. And you're never stuck. You can always adjust. Correct. We have Those a winner. Are good questions. They were some very good questions. I actually had one answer. Good so for I you. I wasn't even. That's what up. Good for you. So you get $10 for today's episode. Sweet. No, you don't. Oh, well, um, I also know. I also knew what we were giving away without it being on my thing. I know. I'm very impressed that you knew the name of my um my skincare. Anyway, we do have a winner. We do have a winner, and just reminder, guys, if you guys want to check out Fatco F A T C O uh, dot com, you can use that coupon code Primal P R I M A L all caps, and you'll save ten percent on your entire order. The winner today, you want to say who it is? Yes, it is Kadira Huff M D. Do you, At, do you think Kadira is a doctor? I would think with the last two letters being MD that yes, Kadira is a doctor. Dr. Ne- Huff, congratulations. Paging Dr. Huff, we have a prize for you. You are getting some fat co-moisturizer. That's right. All you got to do is email Christopher at primalpotential.com. Tell him the episode number, which is 829, and your, winner, and your address. Need your address. Yes. I never say that. And never, then you ever. end up going back and forth with people yes. unnecessarily. So Send your mailing address, not your email address, <laughs> and we will get your miraculous moisturizer out to no you. No matter what country you live in. That's right. So again, at Kadira Huff MD, congratulations. Congratulations. I look Dr. forward to your Huff. email and uh, we'll get that out to you. Everybody have an amazing day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.